Hello and welcome to Trending Trades for Round 16. My name is Jake and I'll be taking you through the top five trade-in players for the round, giving you some short and sharp analysis for all those characters out there looking to make their last-minute trade. So we'll jump straight into it. First on the list here, we've got Jake Simkin. He's um, 220k, B of negative 8, and is being traded in by 1.8% of coaches this week. So we saw last week he played his first minute, uh, big-minute game for the season, scoring 57 in 65 minutes. So really good signs here from a 220k player. Um, looking back on his career, he does average 34 in 55 minutes when starting hooker. So his PPM is a little bit less over his career than the game he just played previously. But I think um, going forward, he's, he's going to lock in those big sort of minutes. I, I think we can expect him to average around that 40 to 45 mark with De, De Silva on the bench there taking about 10 to 20 minutes off him per week until Coruscant is back in round 22. So given that predictive average around that 40 mark i think he easily makes around that 150 to 200k over the next month and a half of footy so makes him a really good cash cow for any coaches out there um the only downside to him though he does miss that round 17 buy so with the tigers on the buy there so a lot of coaches are going to be low for that round with the likes of bateman Papali, e nikora Hines, all these sort of guys on the buy that week so just check your uh, squad coverage before pulling the trigger on Jake Simpkin, but either way, he's a good little cash cow. Think he'd be he'd be good over this origin period for you. Next up, we got Kalen Ponga. So he's 500k, B of eight, and 1.5% traded in this week. So he's been playing really well over the last couple of weeks since he's been moved back to fullback, averaging 58. Who would have thought Kalen Pong is a great fullback? Who would have known that? I think I think everyone should have uh, expected this from him. And O'Brien, man, he's just, what a coach. He should have been playing him from there from the start of the season. So his fitness looks back to normal again. He's copped a few head knocks in the last two games as well. And he's sort of got straightened back up and played on. So really good signs there fitness-wise from Kalen Ponga. So... I think he's also a great option as well. He's only, he only misses the one more buy for the rest of the year, and that's in round 19. Um, other than that, he's pretty much all good to go. Um, he's DPP half and winger fullback. So for me, I think he's the perfect 17th man or even 18th man just because he's going to be able to slot into his 13-17 whenever you have a half or a winger fullback uh, on the buy there. So a lot of people have guys like CNK, Moses, Trelly Mitt, Walshy and Drinkwater, and all these guys have buys on the run home. So pretty much Pong is going to be in your side most weeks or every second week or so if you have one or two of those guys. So he's going to be really handy for you um, for that coverage back end of the season on the run home. 500K as well, so he's still great value given how he averages at fullback over the rest of his career. Third on the list here, we have Jake Turpin. So he's coming in at 433k, B of zero, and 1.2% traded in this week. So Turpin looks like a really good buy here. Um, coming off scores of 54 and 64 in back-to-back weeks um, since we've seen Brandon Smith out injured. So I think he's a really good option here. He's definitely more of that tackle bot sort of role. Um, he made it was a really weird game last week. He made 68 tackles with only two misses and literally no other stat to his name. So I brought that up with Ryan on the Tuesday show. It's really weird, but it's great signs for a cash cow given his really good high work rate, pretty good tackle efficiency. So I think he's good to go. 
Um, I think for coaches, though, um, who already have four players on the bye next week, so as we are talking about before, Tigers, Sharks, and Bulldogs have the bye in round 17. I think he's probably the better option over Simpkin, um, just given that if you traded in Simpkin, uh, you'd have more than four players on the bye. So look at your coverage. If you have more um, than four players, or even if you have four, I'd probably be going Jakey Turpin over Simpkin, but opposite way around. Um, if you had you know less than four players, I'd probably be going Simpkin over Turpin, but... Um, have a look at your side, see what coverage you have. And another option as well, um, round 19, Turpin doesn't play. So if you're short a hooker there, that can probably also go into your decision-making as well. But overall, though, I think he's going to be a really good cash cow. I think for me, over the next three or four weeks, um, he does have that buy in 19. But if you make 100 to 150K, you might be able to flick him in round 19 anyway. Um, I think he's pretty safe um, given... Um, Brennan Smith being out, so really good cash cow there. Jump on Jakey Turpin. Uh, coming in at number four, we have Nico Hines. So he's at 963k, BE of 88, and he's being traded in by 1.1% of coaches. So I think with Nico here, I think majority of these trade-ins are probably for Nathan Cleary or Mitchell Moses, um, given that Nathan Cleary is injured and Mitch Moses has been selected for Origin. Um, now, straight up, um, if you still have Cleary out there, he's still out for the next five weeks. So pretty obvious trade um, for me, like for like trade here. You're trading probably the best captaincy option to the second best captaincy option for the run home. So definitely love that trade there if you have Nathan Cleary. Um, on the other hand, if you have Mitch Moses, it makes the decision a little bit harder. Um, given that Mitch Moses is going to miss three out of the next five rounds and potentially even five of the five uh, next rounds if he's rested, um, probably likely to play at least one or two of those games. But you never know. There's always a chance he misses four or five rounds, uh, four or five games over the next five rounds. So definitely a lot of risk there. So I think for overall coaches, I think it's a pretty smart trade um, trading out Moses for Nico Hines given you have um, cover for round 17. So um, I'd be looking to make that trade if you unfortunately jumped on Mitch Moses um, for overall coaches. Um, on the other hand, uh, for head-to-head coaches, I think you can probably trade him. He's he's still averaging 62. So those two buy rounds in round 16 and 19 really doesn't affect you. So if, if you're a head-to-head coach, I'd probably hang on and try to look to get Nico Hines in somewhere else in your side. Um, other than that, if you're trading up, you know, um, peaked cash cow or anywhere else underperforming your side, I think Nico Hines is a great pickup. I think he's unlikely to make origin. Um, potentially, if New South Wales get absolutely smashed and Freddie just goes with a whole bunch of changes, there's a chance he comes back in. But personally, I, th- I think he's a little bit down in confidence. Um, and I think we'll be safe to have Nico both this round and in round 19. So all aboard there. Coming in at number five and last is Sammy Valame. So this is, he's at 372k, B of four, and trading in by 0.6% of coaches. Now, this one was um, pretty surprising for me. Um, Valame, like, he had a really good game for the Cowboys, scoring three tries on club debut. And he also made a lot of really good carries out of yardage. Just one of those bigger um, type wingers that you know gets has a lot of leg drive and helps the Cowboys get off to a good start to sets. Um, I think with Velme, the one thing to note though is his career average on the wing is only 25, and that round uh, in that 66 he scored in round 14 is actually his highest ever fancy score. So definitely an outlier there. Now. 
he could have improved over time. He could have been plugging away in reserve ground and getting better as a player. However, even if that average jumps up to, you know, 30 or 35, I still don't think he's got, you know, 150K of value in him. Um, he's really, like, he's really going to need a hot streak of tries um, to be worth the pickup. He really relies on those tries um, to bump his score up above that 40 or 50 mark. So, personally, I think it's a bit too much risk for me, but, it, you know, if you roll the dice and it comes off, you never know. He could be making 150k and be a good dual position center winger fullback for you. But personally, way too much risk for me. Uh, as for myself this round, I'll be looking to trade out Harry Edwards to um, one of the ones we talked about already is Jake Turpin. Um, this is going to be, give me a bit of um, hooker coverage for the week and also gives me another, another number for round 17. Uh, leaves me with six trades in the bank, and hopefully Turpin can make that 100 to 150k over the next three weeks, and I'll be looking to upgrade him or cash him out in round 19. Well, that wraps up trending trades for round 16. Unfortunately, I'll be out of town for for work next week, so I'll be returning in round 18. Uh, but as always, keep an eye out on all the other Talking League content for the rounds, and have a great, great weekend watching the footy. See ya.